Offscript with Super E recommends listener discretion as these real but sometimes uncensored stories can be filled with mature content. Hello everybody, Jay here. Back with another episode of Off Script with Super E. We're here in A-Train Studios. And this is just plush. It this is. is. It's just plush, A-Train. It really is. You like what I've done with the place, don't you? I'm telling you. Yeah. It's fantastic. Man. Well. Yep. We did it. I mean, I, they the Beatles could have recorded Let It Be Here. They could have. They absolutely could have. Absolutely. Wow. Yep. Well, have you got anything for us today, A-Train? You know, I really don't, other than I'm just really excited to hear Super E tell us uh, another story. So am I, Super E. How are you? Doing good. You guys ready for this one? This one's a little bit, it's a little bit off script or off the beaten path of what we're used to hearing about. That's what we're all about here is off the path off the beaten path as you said it that could have no never mind <laughs> yeah, but, let uh, go. yeah let's let's move on from that so with all right there super e tell us a tale all right just to give a little preview the theme for this is fecal matter <laughs> and how great it is. All right, and go. for those of you playing at home that is a nice way to say shit <laughs> god do you know so how many dozens of listeners right now have just turned <laughs> turned it off you know what? Who cares? I want to hear it. I, I, we're, you know what? We're we're trudging ahead. We're going forward. Right. Yes. Let's- well, back in the day, back in the uh, late 80s, I was a field training officer, which will shock many people. I trained officers how to be street officers right out of the uh, police academy. And uh, during this day, I did not have a recruit to train. I was on my own and solo. Ready to, you know, during the during your shift, you had a set time to take a break, eat something, maybe look at a magazine. So I'm getting ready to do that, and they go. Uh, all of a sudden, I hear Adam 140. Adam 140, assist the board of health with a uh, residence check. Just so you know, after this episode, we ain't fooling nobody. No, they know who <laughs> yeah. we are. Yeah. So anyways, I had to do a assist welfare with a, a residence check, which is actually an apartment check in the project. I'm like, all right. So I'm thinking, I'll get down there. We'll walk in, tell them to clean up their house, say, hey, you can have the house so messy. Out the door I go. So you're assisting the Board of Health on this run? Board of Health. Okay. And so I get there, and the Board of Health is some middle-aged woman. And I'm just like, hey, how you doing? She goes, good, officer. Uh, she goes, I just need your help here. This woman, we've got a report. She's got a couple of teenage daughters you know in the early teens and people are saying she's not keeping her house real clean so i got to go in there and check on her because she's had this complaint before that her apartment was too messy i'm like right on so i go knock on the door and i'm like hey police department i've uh, got the board of health here we need to do uh check your residence and all of a sudden i hear a bunch of scurrying up and down the steps and everything okay and then I hear all kinds of stuff going on upstairs. I go, what are they doing? And so I open it. I see the doors unlocked. So I open the door to announce ourselves again because the board of health woman says, we need to go in there now. I was like, all right. Okay. So I start, I open the door, but if I, I go, I think there's somebody shoving a door against me. I think somebody's on the other side. I said, step over a little bit. So I'm finally, I shove it open 
and all of a sudden the odor of shit hits me in the face. Now, I'm not talking about an odor of shit from a couple turds on the living room floor. I am talking that there was a gigantic pile of shit in front of the door that I had to took everything I had to push it open. And back then, I was a young, uh, strapping dad. And uh, it took everything I had to get that door open. There was nobody on the other side of the door. There was just a giant pile of shit. And, now, and there's shit everywhere. Uh, go, go ahead, Adrian. Okay, you, you so you're telling me a, a, a pile of, of shit was big enough that it was impeding you opening that door. Yes, I had to put my shoulder in. Oh. It, it, it wasn't like, it was like, uh, okay, we're in. I was like, shit, damn. And I finally got it open. There's, I was look, I looked right on the side. Uh, who's holding this door? It was nobody. I looked down. It's a fucking pile of shit. And then I look around the living room floor. I'm talking piles of shit covered in shit. Okay. There was so much shit. I could see people's footprints in the shit all the way up the steps. Okay. Um, shoes or barefoot? Barefoot. I look at the woman from the board of health. Human shit or animal shit? Well, that's what I asked. I go, how many pets do they have? Is Mr. Ed living in here? And she goes, <laughs> she goes, they, she goes, officer, they have no pets. That is human fecal matter i'm like oh holy shit i'm like no way she goes yes that is human shit and all the running around i heard was the woman running upstairs filling up the bathtub with a mop and running down and swirling the wet mop (sighs) in the pile of shit so now you have muddy shit puddles that you couldn't you know you, you had to slosh through so i'm following the footprints the barefoot prints upstairs of the woman that owned the place. And upstairs, I swear to God, shit everywhere. I mean, it was covering everything. And I'm like, I, the woman's like swirling the mop in the bathtub. I said, ma'am, uh. just give me that thing. I said, you need to come downstairs and talk to the woman from the border of hell. So she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And so I take her downstairs. She was real meek and mild. But uh-huh. she smelled like shit. And yeah. so I How take her downstairs. Tell? Yeah. We go into the kitchen. Now, the kitchen <laughs> doesn't have as much shit on it as the other part of the house. Well, that's where but she it, prepares the food. No. Hey, right. No, that's where she would drop her menstrual cycle. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's going to be a big bleep. Keep going. That's good. Well, that's not a big Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You said it before I did, Dare Subaru. It's exactly right. Okay. What, so there's, what there's is a the, gigantic piles of menstrual cycle. On, I'm like, okay, now my head's spinning from, of course, the human shit fumes. And how somebody could have their family living in this house. Yeah. And how does this happen? So... I go, how many kids do you have? She goes, two. What school are they in? She told me. I immediately go outside because it was on. The schools are on different districts, and I had control. Had sent a car over there, pick them kids up, take them to where? Where, where did they take the kids back then? Guardians, the guardians home. home. Yeah. Take these kids immediately to the guardians home for evaluation. Mm-hmm. And um, the I made a report, notified everybody, and the woman said. They had volunteers. She was contacting volunteers. 
because they were going to have to have like about 30 or 40 people come over and they were going to clean this shit all up and fumigate it. And I mean, it had to be condemned. Yeah. For a long time. And they were good. And they said, she told me the woman from board of health, very nice. They're going to find her a place and they're going to strictly monitor her. Yeah. Well, and I, uh, did I, that was my next question is, did you not do a mental rent? Was there not enough for a mental rent? Well, I can't rem- I can't remember what happened, but I think the Board of Health, person from the Board of Health, took her with her for an evaluation. She okay. handled it. Okay. So they were going to do the 96. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so that was probably, I know, you know, we've all seen hor- horrifying murders and all that, but I've never been inf- involved with so much piles of shit even listening to defense attorneys all my defense attorney friends out there i know they spew a lot of (laughs) even more than that yes this was human shit and more than that and i would memories of the crazy shit that happened on the street that we had to deal with yeah what i have another story that well hold on on, real real quicker we we've We've all walked into houses full yeah. of dog shit. Yeah. I mean, I mean, everywhere, and that's disturbing enough. What is it with human shit? Is it, I mean, do, do you think if dogs walked into a house full of dog shit, they would be appalled because <laughs> it's dog shit? They'd be okay, it's human shit? I don't think dogs would mind, so since they kind of like the taste of dog shit, they would think it's golden corral. But why does human shit bother us more than dog shit? That's what I'm driving at here. I think that's nature's way of t- making sure yeah. we don't get our hands in it and then get meningitis. <laughs> or, or <laughs> you know what? Though he probably does have a a point there. It's probably instinctual. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's what I meant about yeah, the dog. Probably is. Um, but <laughs> meningitis. We you don't want to get meningitis. No, Jay. that's pigeon's disease, right? No, that's Somebody that's histoplasmosis. There. Look at the big brain on A train. Yeah, well, you know. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you are the realm of genius. Well. All right. Uh, sorry about that, Super E. Um, hey, do you remember at, at this one particular gas line, there would be all the pigeons up there, and the shit would sometimes drop on you as you're filling your car up with gas? Remember Vague. those days? Vaguely. Was that on 30th Street? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep, I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember someone saying they got pigeons disease because of the, yeah. yeah there died. were a lot of pigeons there. There was a bunch of pigeons yeah, there. there was. Damn. A lot of them had notes tied to them still left over <laughs> from the war. It was crazy. <laughs> All right, Super Reed, back to it. Sorry. Oh, are you guys ready for the, the I'm going to do a topper story of my story. Okay. Damn. This was, this was from other officers told me this, and it had me laughing so hard. I... I'm not, I don't want to say I about shit my pants, but anyways, this is what happened, and I couldn't believe this, even after my story. Uh, some district officers got a call because uh, it was in the same area where the people are kind of snooty. They like to rebuild the old houses, people. Gentrification. And, uh, yes. Yeah, gentrification. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, there was a bunch of calls because there was a large naked man walking around in July or August. Completely naked, except for black socks and black shoes. Mm. And he was going up to people's doors, and he was carrying dead fish in his hand. He would knock on the doors, and he would tell the person at the, at the house, 
you need to give me your children because I need to take them to heaven. So anyways, so the guys or the law enforcement is called out. The officers get there. And of course, they easily could find the tall, naked, sweaty guy with the black shoes, black socks with the dead fish. So they approach him and um, they try to find out who he is because they need to do immediate detention on him mm-hmm. and put him in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And as they try to restrain him to get him to go, and then it turns out into a full brawl with this naked dude with the dead fish. Okay. And uh, he's real sweaty, and he's fighting, trying to take their guns, and he's kicking them. In fact, they, they, uh, the officer described as kicking the shit out of them. Wow. And so, and so one of the officers try, tried to use her nightstick to get him from kicking them, and he tried to hit him in the leg with a nightstick, missed the leg, hit his rectum, and did a <laughs> nightstick enema. They didn't know it at the time. The guy was slippery from being sweaty, then became extra slippery from being covered in shit. Now, I'm sorry. I I just have to I have to clarify on this. So the officer hits him with his nightstick, but he he just hits him in the buttocks. It doesn't go in his buttocks. No, it just it, he says that he hit him, missed the leg that was trying to kick it, kick him. Okay, hit the rectum. <laughs> turned turned on the shit faucet, and now the guy's covered in shit and really so slippery. Okay. And unbeknownst to them, they're covered in his shit, and he's able to wriggle away from them and take off running. <laughs> and so they got to get this guy, so they chase him down, and now they're under a street light. They all jump on him, and they're fighting with him again. Taking right. They're all exhausted, taking everything they got. They finally get him cuffed. Then they stand up, and they're like, oh, hey. You guys smell something? Yeah, something smells like shit. And then that one officer looks at the other officer and goes, Oh my God, look on your shoulder. The guy looks on his shoulder. He's got a giant pile of shit on his shoulder. Oh my God. He goes, Oh my God, I got shit on my shoulder. Well, the one, he starts puking. The other officer goes, well, Now everybody's puking on the guy that's covered in shit and sweat. And they're all freaking out. And so they, they finally get him whisked off and they all got to go home. And get the new uniforms on and bathe before they can even think about coming back to work that evening. So, in my mind, that was a topper to my story. You, the, I don't know that it tops it, but I think it just dawned on me where I recently heard this. A recent retired officer, just retired from where I work, we'll call him Futz. Okay. I think that's where I've recently heard it because I think he was there. Wow. Would that make any sense to you? What are we we calling this officer? Futz. Futz. Okay. Does that rhyme with something? No. He uh, he used to work with Mike, just retired. I mean, Jay. Just retired. Way to go. Futz. Pitts. Yes, I got it. Yes. Yes, he could have been there. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm. I'm. Uh, yeah, he, he recently told us that. So I apologize for thinking it was you. I'm just so glad the listeners got to hear it. I do, but I think I do have a question that a lot of listeners have, and I, and I don't know that we have the answer to this. But how was the rectum exposed enough to be hit with a stick? Was he like bent over? As you're as you're going to do the. <clears throat> The leg strike, which is a green zone, right? If you're going to strike the leg. He could have moved. It could have slipped up, and yeah, I get that. I just, it's like, wow. I mean, an exposed 
rectum like that. It just, yeah. That might get cut out, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad it was. Because you remember the little knob on the handle? Oh, oh. oh. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was. Right. Well, I don't. I don't think it was fur- fully inserted. It was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was, but it, it was, was just it was a colonoscopy. The, the blow was stunning enough that it just yeah. made him shit. Yeah. Exactly. I get it. I get it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I I think it was very inquisitive, Eric. Okay. Very okay. inquisitive. Because, right. Yeah, I get it. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are some fantastic stories, Super E. Um, no problem. Yeah. I don't know what to say, <laughs> Jay. I don't know what to say. Just play, just play the music again. Yeah, just play the music. You have nothing either? I, are we speechless? Yeah, just get get play the music and uh, okay, okay. get your edit button right. All right, everybody, go, go get some psychiatric help. See you. <laughs> 